Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friends. I'm Marcy Farrell from thankfulhomemaker.com. And as always, I am so glad to be here with you today. I'm always thankful for these precious moments of your time that you give me. So as I start today, I want to let you know I'm taking a bit of a break from the Spiritual Discipline series to share an episode from an older post that I wrote titled, A Letter to My Younger Self. So I'm a bit behind on my Spiritual Discipline series. Actually, I feel a bit behind on everything, to be honest, at the moment. And I always want to share good content with you, and I really felt that I didn't have the time to put into study and research as much as I wanted before this um, next episode on evangelism. I just had a lot of reading and things I wanted to research and do. And honestly, this series has been really good for me on helping me to work through the spiritual disciplines in my own life and rethink them and just pray through and reprioritize the way I've been doing things. And I'm to let you know, this one on evangelism has been really convicting to me on how little as of late that I find myself evangelizing the lost and having a heart for it like I should. So I, um, I am really thankful to have this extra time to read through some good resources and just get some time to spend in the Word and studying it before I bring it out to you guys. And my plan and hope <clears throat> is to have, Lord willing, the evangelism episode up in mid-June And the last episode in the series I was going to do on fasting because it's an area I want to understand a little more, so I just want to share that with you. And in my mind, I was thinking I was going to have it up in July, but um, because I think over the summer, I'm just going to share one episode a month. And so as I'm thinking this through out loud here now with you, pondering, I just, I think it's kind of nice to get a break. So I, I and um, again, this is just in my mind, which is probably a really scary place most of the time. But in my mind, I think I'm going to put the evangelism one up in June, and then I'll do another type of podcast or post, whatever is on my heart or what I'm learning at that time in July. And then I will do the one on fasting in August. Um, so that's right now. So again, and my hope with that spiritual discipline series <clears throat> is that um, it'll really interest you. And this will give you a little time if you haven't had time to get through them all and begin to implement them in your days. And I'm hoping this bit of a break time and them being spread out a little bit will help you. Because I know for me, sometimes it's a lot to take in and I, I don't even feel like I get good time to think it through and pray over it and implement it. So maybe with this extra time, you can have a little strategy to go through and catch some of the ones you didn't and work through them and think about what it looks like in your life. So that's it. So again, this post today, or this podcast today is from a post, sorry, wrong, a lot of P's going on there. And it, I wrote it quite a while back. Um, it was called A Letter to My Younger Self, and I've updated it a bit, and especially as I'm rereading it, uh, I've just been kind of praying and pondering through it. Uh, but one particular item that stood out to me that I don't have in this post that I'm about to share with you, and it's the habit of building routines in our days. And I know this is not a super spiritual thing, but it really, it can be because really I say that and I'm contradicting myself because when we are in Christ, 
There is no separation between the secular and the spiritual. So all aspects of our day are spiritual. We are doing all things for the glory of God. We are doing all our work as unto the Lord. So as, as you know, my audience here, you guys, we are in our little community together. We are wives, mothers, women, homemakers, that really probably most of our days are spent tending and caring for the needs of our home. So when I talk about these, when I say the word routines, I don't want you to get in your mind these overly structured days where you just have to accomplish this checkoff list and get through everything. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having routines that you offer much grace to yourself if they don't get accomplished because maybe the Lord has other um, things going on for your day that aren't going to mesh well with your routine. But these are really simple guides. So when those days go kind of your ideal to plan way, they really help you to manage and make the most of your time. And I know those of you that have routines built into your life and schedule, you already know that. You know that the routines also change with various seasons of your life. And I seem to be in the midst of another changing season. I mean, I've gone from, you know, married with no babies to babies to babies in public school to babies in a Christian school where I drove quite a distance to get them there to babies being homeschooled and a husband who travels and a husband who worked outside of the home in a separate office to a husband who came home and started working from home. And when he was home, then I'm bringing home a homeschooler. So there was just a lot of changes going on. And I've really learned that um, you need to take your time and work through it, and figure out what works best for your days in the season that you're in. None of our routines, so if you're a morning and evening routine person, or maybe just a morning routine person, or maybe you're a morning, afternoon, evening routine kind of person, you like that structure, and that's good, you know that all of our schedules are going to look different, right? So for me right now, I'm trying to figure out what works best for my days here at home, Summer's approaching, so we are not inside the house as much. So I'm working through changing my writing schedule a bit at the blog right now. And as much as I love my community here and learning and sharing with you all, my family and my home is always first. So I'm really working through what that looks like this summer and in the months following. So if I'm not as active in my blog, please search, go back, use that little search bar on the right-hand side if there's a topic you're looking for and you can pretty much find anything. And pray for me on this, um, ladies, please. And I always love your ideas and I just enjoy that so much. and your personal email, so keep those things coming. I do keep a file, so when you send me an idea, and I may write you back just a short note, please note that I hold on to that idea and I keep them all in a file. So as I'm, you know, pondering what types of posts or what would help um, to um, to help you guys out there and an area that I'm learning, I go back to those files and I look through those messages that you send me. So I'm so appreciative of that. Um, just a couple quick things before I get to the post here too. Just, I'd love you to join um, my thankful homemaker. I love to call it my VIP list because it is, you are my very important people who I love. And that way you won't miss a blog post or podcast episode when it comes out. Plus I like to send a little monthly note um, to just my VIP list people, what I'm reading, what has been working for me, some fun finds, 
around the web, whether it's articles or things I'm listening to or reading, you get some good freebies for being a subscriber too. And all the information to figure out how to do that is on the blog. And I'll put it in the show notes too. And then also, if you're a Facebook person, our little private group for Thankful Homemaker is just such a great place of encouragement. I know there's a lot of groups on Facebook, but the ladies in this group, I'm very biased. My ladies out there from Thankful Homemaker Group, I love you all because you are so wonderful. I love the interaction in the group. It is truly edifying and building up. Last week, we threw out some topics that were discussed on children's chores and um, some of our how do we deal with our morning routines. We have daily sharing threads to encourage and pray for one another and talk about things like our goals, encourage each other in our marriage, things like that. What are we studying in God's word? And the premise of our group conversation is based on Ephesians 4.29, which says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Great place to ask questions. I'm not... I'm not on there all the time. I usually try to pop in once a day. So my ladies in my group, and I think they've figured this out already, if you throw a question in there and it doesn't go up right away, I'm getting to it. And sometimes if it fits better on a thread, I may throw that question on a thread that it works well with too. But um, it is just such an edifying group. So if again, if you're on Facebook, you can search it. Um, thankful homemaker Facebook group. It's a closed group, so only those people inside the group can see the comments and interaction, but it is searchable to just find the title of the group. Um, but again, I'll put the link to it in the show notes too if it's an interest to you. Okay, so I'm rambling again. I don't normally do that. So again, the episode that I'm sharing with you today, again, was from an older blog post I wrote a while back, but I wanted to share it with you all on the podcast because it really was good for me to reread and think things through and had some good reminders. And again, I updated it a bit. Plus, I've um, aged a bit since I wrote it. So that's <laughs> it's amazing how that aging thing just keeps happening, huh? So these are just things that over the years, the Lord has continued to teach me as I walk through various seasons of my life with him. And my hope is it's going to encourage you to cherish every season that you have with him and not miss what he's teaching you through them. So I don't have it all figured out. I want to lay that out here. I do not, as I'm sharing these things with you, um, again, I am over a half a century old. I'm going to give it away here. I am 53 right now as I'm recording this. Um, I just think about this, but these are just a lot of thoughts that as I look back over my years of marriage and raising my family and my walk with the Lord, there's just so many good memories and things I wouldn't change, but there are still many things that I wish I would have grasped at a younger age. And again, always be mindful and remember this when you're listening to me. I am not the authority. I am learning these things with you and I'm a continual learner. So don't read into this episode that I have it all figured out or all things together. I don't. And there are still many areas that I'm sharing with you that are still a struggle for me. I need to be reminded of. So I'm kind of thankful to share this episode because I can re-listen to it myself when I need that little bit of encouragement and reminder too. And my husband and I, we didn't come to faith in Christ until much later in our lives. We were in our mid-30s. I will link my testimony to the show notes too. Um, but many times I can get bogged down with regrets, but I am quick to be brought back to the truth that we serve a God who's in control of all things and God is sovereign over everything. He's always faithful, 
even when we're not faithful. All right, so again, these these items are not in any order of importance, all right? These were just, as I was writing, they were just flowing and coming as I was going. So again, if I could go back, here are some of the most important things I would like to tell my younger self. So I'm going to start saying with, Dear Younger Me, because I love that Mercy Me song, but <laughs> I couldn't resist that little intro. All right, so Dear Younger Me, as I think back to well over 30 years ago, I could not have imagined being where I am today. It's all by God's grace and his goodness in saving me as his child. I have beautiful grown children, cherished grandchildren, and being married to a man that I grow more in love with every day. Life has gone by so fast, and I praise the Lord for the gift of another day to cherish all that he has blessed me with. And as I'm looking back with much joy, and sometimes with much regret, I want to share with you some of the things I wished someone would have told me, or even more so, that I might have listened when they did tell me. It's interesting how the majority of these words of wisdom are based on the truths of God's word. They are timeless and perfect. So how I wish this one would have been grasped early, and I'm still learning daily to grasp it, even at 53 years old. Don't compare yourself to others, ever. Be content with who God created you to be. God created you with your likes and your preferences and your quirks that no one else has. Remember to live your life pleasing the Lord and not man. When we fear man, we give others the power over us to tell us how to think and live and what to do. God and his ways are better always. Ladies, don't change to please others. Spend more time studying God's word so you're better equipped to live a life that honors and glorifies him. Time in his word is one area that you can never get enough time with. I think of here, Proverbs 29, 25 says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Another one is learn to give thanks in and through all circumstances, even the difficult trials. These are areas of huge growth and they are blessings from the Lord to continue to form you more into his image. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 tells us, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Deal with issues and difficulties immediately. Don't let baggage linger. Talk with people and resolve any problems or disagreements to the best of your ability. That's a huge reminder there. Romans 12.18 reminds us even more than my words, it's God's words, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. People will let you down and fail you. Everyone has issues. You have issues. I have issues. We're going to let people down. There is only one with a capital O who can meet all of our needs. Seek him first in all things. Romans 3.23 tells us, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Matthew 6.33 tells us, this is a favorite, one that I have kept in memory. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Ladies, forgive much. If you're in Christ, you have been forgiven much. And Luke 7, 47 tells us, Therefore I tell you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. 
but he who is forgiven little, loves little. Offer much grace to others, as you've been given much grace. Remember, you have only walked in your shoes and not someone else's. And my favorite reminder is from Jerry Bridges. And this is one I speak quite often to myself when I'm feeling that critical, self-righteous, judgmental attitude. It is only by the grace of God I go. Remember that. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 tells us, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Listen more and talk less. Too many times all we hear is our voice and we don't even realize others around us have good things to share with us. Your opinion is not the only right opinion. God's word is the only standard of truth, not your personal preferences or choices. James 1.19 reminds us, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. Continue to ask the Lord to humble you. Pride is so ugly and it's damaging to our relationships. Pray for a broken heart and a contrite spirit before the Lord. Psalm 51.17 tells us, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, you will not despise. I think of Psalm 51 there. It's a great psalm to pray through. It's a great song to work through and meditate on as we've talked about those past spiritual disciplines. Big one here, because this is hard, especially as we're going to be talking about evangelism soon. Remember that you can't change anyone's heart. Only God can. Ezekiel 36, 26 tells us, and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit, and I will put I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Kindness overrules being right. This can be a hard one to remember at times. There was a saying I remembered, and I feel like it's biblical because it sounds good, but it's not from a Bible verse. But it's a good reminder to me when maybe a, a something, um, a discussion is beginning to get heated. If you're right, but you're rude, then you're wrong. Okay, sin needs to be addressed in our homes and relationships. I'm not saying that, but there is a biblical and a right way to go about it. Romans 2.4 tells us, Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? And Matthew 18.15 tells us, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. Continually pray to be dependent on the Lord and his ways. Pray against being self-sufficient and thinking you can do it all on your own. All things are from him and through him. And I'm going to read Romans 11 verses 33 to 36 here. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Create a home where others know they are loved unconditionally and there is nothing that can't be shared with each other. Always let your children know they can tell you anything. 
even hard things. Give your children quantity of time and the quality of time will follow. They need your time and undivided attention. Don't waste time preoccupied with lesser things instead of focusing on the things that matter. That time lost cannot be gained back, but continue to learn and train yourself to give the gift of your time and undivided attention to others. 2 Corinthians 4.18 reminds us, As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. All right, so some final thoughts as I'm beginning to close down here are to cherish every moment you have. I know we hear this. Those babies grow up faster, but you know, I I get it. They are growing at a rate that God has ordained. I understand that, but they do. Time goes faster than we can imagine. And the next thing you know, you're walking them down the aisle. Well, our daughters. (laughs) We are not promised tomorrow. So hold your husband's hand. Smile at him more. Kiss him a lot Truly cherish that man you've been given as a gift from the Lord. Pray more and talk less. Smile, laugh a lot, have fun, and remember what Proverbs 17.22 tells us, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Every day is a gift. God's mercies are new every morning. Focus on the eternal and not on the temporal. Point others to the Lord. Tell others about the greatest gift they will ever know about, the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. And the reminder I love to remind myself frequently is to preach the gospel to yourself daily. The Apostle Paul was writing to the believers in Rome. In Romans 1.15, he said, So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. Why would he have to preach the gospel to those who were already believers? Because, ladies, this is something we cannot forget. The gospel is the good news of salvation, but the gospel is also a truth that we need to be reminded of daily, and it helps us not to fall into a performance relationship with God. There's a little power pack book that has not only given me a better and clearer understanding of the gospel, but how it applies to all of life for me as a believer, and it's called The Gospel Primer by Milton Vincent. And I want to share a couple of quick quotes with you from it. I'm going to, I kind of put them together here. Milton says, God did not give us his gospel just so we could embrace it and be converted. Actually, he offers it to us every day as a gift that keeps on giving to us everything we need for life and godliness. The wise believer learns this truth early and becomes proficient in extracting available benefits from the gospel each day. We extract these benefits by being absorbed in the gospel, speaking it to ourselves when necessary, and by daring to reckon it true in all we do. And he continues here, he says, Over the course of time, preaching the gospel to myself every day has made more of a difference in my life than any other discipline I have ever practiced. I find myself sinning less, but just as importantly, I find myself recovering my footing more quickly after sinning due to the immediate comfort found in the gospel. I have also found that when I am absorbed in the gospel, everything else I am supposed to be toward God and others seems to flow out of me more naturally and passionately. Doing right is not always easy, but it is never more easy than when one is breathing deeply the atmosphere of the gospel. And my last reminder to my younger self would be to put on love. Colossians three twelve through 17 tells us, Put on then, 
as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the Father through him. Jesus is enough always, my dear friends. Thank you so much for your time with me today, ladies. And again, if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love you to hit that little subscribe button wherever you listen in so you don't miss an episode. And again, you can find the show notes over at the blog, thankfulhomemaker.com. And I will see you again in mid-June as we will be continuing on in the Spiritual Discipline series. Have a very blessed week, my dear friends.